0: hello good morning good afternoon or good evening whenever you're listening i hope you are having the best day um, and i hope you're doing well welcome back to another episode of the match diaries and if this is your first time listening then hello and thanks for joining me today Although this week is going to be a bit different because Leo, a.k.a. the other half of The Match Diaries, is currently in Italy visiting her long-distance boyfriend Marco. So I hope she's having the best time, I'm sure she is. If you guys want to see what she's been up to, she's actually been posting a few cute stories on our Instagram at The Match Diaries, so uh, definitely check it out because she's posting really cute content on there. But she will be back next week and we'll be back to our regular episodes. I have a feeling this might be another short episode for me. I, I don't know what it is. I struggle to talk for more than, I don't know, like 20 minutes. I'm going to hold myself accountable. It has to be at least 20 minutes. Um, But yeah, I mean, sometimes short, concise episodes aren't that bad. So hopefully you'll still enjoy it. But before I get into... This episode, I wanted to quickly go through my highs and lows of this week, which feels weird going through without Leo on the call, but I will do so anyways. My high of this week is that for those of you who have listened to last week's episode, you'd know that I basically the whole episode was kind of like a therapy session for me to um, go through the struggle of working under pressure and Just how basically I didn't handle myself well last week and I just, you know, was really caught up in the stressful environment, the anxiety that came with it, and I really struggled to detach from it and, you know, be able to switch off at the end of the day. So my high of this week is that I really tried to take on the advice that um, we were, you know, giving in the last episode. And I, you know, made it an effort to properly have my lunch breaks, take, you know, tea breaks in between um switch off on time you know I did I worked late a couple of nights but it I really did you know set my boundaries I stepped away and I think overall I just didn't let it consume me as much which I'm really proud of and really happy with so yeah it wasn't perfect I still had moments of like really high anxiety but I do think I handled myself better in those situations so I'm really proud of it and in terms of the lows uh of this week I would just say overall not having enough energy and just like constantly being tired. I don't know what it is. I might have to get some blood tests again soon to check if everything's okay. Um, but I've just noticed I, f- I feel like I'm, I have less energy than the average person. Like a work day literally does exhaust me. And I really don't like that feeling. Like I, I don't want to be feeling constantly tired so uh I'm on a mission to figure out why I'm feeling that way and what I can do to feel better maybe it's sleeping earlier less time on my phone um eating better uh yeah just need to to work on that because especially last week even though I did switch off you know on time I still didn't have energy to do anything that was quite good so like good in terms of my well-being or just like a distraction so yeah, need to focus on that. I don't know what it is, but I will let you know when I find out. And just to give some context into the recording situation at the minute, I'm currently in my bedroom and I've made a little cup of tea. So I've literally, I just nipped out to go make it because I was craving just cozy tea vibes. So if you want to grab a drink or I don't know what you're doing, but Get in a bit of a cozy, deep chat kind of mood. Then here's your sign to do so before we get into this episode. As you can probably already tell from the title of this episode, I wanted to spend some time this week talking about people-pleasing. Why do some of us do it? Why do we put so much energy putting other people's happiness before our own? I know that I am very much a people pleaser myself. I have so many memories being in school, um, having conversations with people. And even though I knew in that moment that I disagreed with whatever they were saying or had an opposing thought, for some reason, I just always would agree with what they're saying. And I found it the hardest thing to do to, you know actually say something that might cause conflict or might offend someone and i just i really never wanted to do that and i still find that people pleasing is very much a part of my life now and even though i do vocalize my thoughts uh more and i can say you know what i believe or what i think i do still find it so hard to say no to people and to, to disagree and even in the situations when i do you know like i would have pushed my boundary and like you know what no i need to say no in this moment I can't help but instantly feel guilty afterwards or think, you know, is this person mad at me now or are they gonna think this of me or or that of me, you know? So I just know that all of these thoughts and feelings come from me being a people pleaser. I think all those things, you know, like prioritizing other people's needs over your own or finding it difficult to say no to people finding it hard to set those boundaries and then when you do set those boundaries feeling really guilty about it or uh, things like agreeing with you know whatever's in front of you even though you might disagree with it internally. Um, Another key thing that I think people pleasers aka myself (laughs) do is just like constantly apologizing for things that aren't my fault or just Always feeling like I need to apologize for everything is really weird. Um, And then another thing I notice as well is like changing my personality depending on who's around me just to make sure that I'm fishing, fishing, (laughs) just to make sure that I'm fitting in socially. So it really kind of stems down to defining my self-worth based on how other people see me and, and essentially just caring way too much about what other people think of me. And I just want to say that obviously being kind to your family and friends and wanting to make sure that they're happy isn't a bad thing, right? I don't think we should see this as a bad thing. I I mean, personally, I really do get joy from seeing them happy and doing things that they love. And yeah, sometimes it's okay to do things that they enjoy more than you do, like, that's not a bad thing. And healthy relationships are all about balance and compromise. But when it does become a bad thing is when your sole source of happiness comes from other people. So it becomes people-pleasing and it actually becomes an issue when we start needing and craving and relying on the validation from others to feel good about ourselves. You know, a lot of people that go through this, they end up feeling really disconnected from themselves and they no longer can see their own value without attaching it to the happiness and pleasure that comes from someone else. And for me personally, I see it a lot even in really small things, so for example, if Ed and I are picking a movie to watch right and I end up convincing him to watch a specific movie and let's say 20 minutes through I notice that he's not or it looks like he's not enjoying it I start to be like are you mad at me like we we can change this if you don't want to watch it like I just, I feel like you're mad at me, you know? Like, I start projecting these, like, internal insecurities and I base my enjoyment of that experience watching a movie on how he, if he's enjoying it, you know? And I, I end up not wanting to sit there watching the movie if, if I, you know, perceive him to look like he's not enjoying it, if that makes sense. I mean, even thinking of it now, I feel like even with body image issues, right? Most of the time when I'm having these negative you know, self talk and like just looking at myself and not really liking what I'm seeing, it is a form of people pleasing because in that moment I'm feeling insecure and trying to change the way I look to please societal's expectation of what I'm supposed to look like. Like, I don't think any of the the things that I'm insecure about with myself are purely ins- and only from my own desires, you know? I feel like I have to change this, this, and this to meet other people's expectations, you know? So I really do think that is also a form of people-pleasing. And I found this quote by a professor of organizational behavior at Cornell University, um, Dr. Emily Zaitek, I don't know if I pronounced that last name wrong, um, but they basically talk about how people pleasing can be a way to gain social acceptance and avoid rejection, whilst seeking external validation can also, you know, provide a temporary boost to self-esteem. Both these behaviors or although you're kind of seeking a positive thing you're seeking acceptance and you're seeking better self-esteem they can be detrimental to your long-term well-being and your fulfillment. I personally don't think that seeking external validation is always a bad thing. Um, I mean it's something we've spoken about on this podcast a couple of times, where I'm like, oh, I hate that I you know, I care so much and i I want other people to think this, this, and this of me. And i and I wish that it comes with from within. And I still think that's true. and i I do think the most important thing is that it comes from within. But there are situations where getting external validation can be positive. You know, we're we're social beings or humans that want to be accepted. and getting validation from the people, around you can actually be a healthy way of learning your self-worth. So for example, if your friends are validating your feelings and letting you know that you're allowed to feel a certain way, it can help you to learn to trust your feelings and and trust yourself and, and be okay with them. Or for example, having a counselor or a therapist in those situations where they're telling you, you know, your feelings are valid, you're allowed to think these things. That's, you know, getting that support and hearing that validation from someone else can actually be really positive. Um, or even another example like your parents telling you that they think you did great at something I don't know whatever it is these things can be affirming and positive and kind of instill that environment where you're it's adding to your you know internal validation basically I think if the outcome of receiving the external validation is you believing and adding value and worth to your own internal validation then that isn't a bad thing but like I said earlier if you're unable to see your own value without attaching it to to other people's happiness and other people's perception of us, then it becomes toxic. I honestly found that link between people-pleasing and, and, you know, trying to understand why we do it and the, the desire for external validation and seeking external validation. I found that really interesting because I was almost aware of those two things separately in my own personal experience, but I never really tied them or noticed how interconnected they were i mean this might be quite controversial but i just think it's important to not make people feel bad because they seek this external validation um, because i think it is part of our nature like we are made this way Um, and instead instead of feeling bad just just being able to distinct like are you seeking that validation because that's your only way of seeing your self-worth or are you seeking that validation as a way to kind of support you you know in a healthy way So why do we do it? Why do we people please? Before I go into some of the reasons, I just want to quickly say that everything that I'm sharing in this episode is a mixture of personal experience, but then also research online. And I am in no way an expert in this topic. It's just something that I kind of wanted to figure out by myself and learn a bit more. And I thought it would be good to share. But yeah, I just want to say I'm not an expert. And this is just things that I've had a look at online and I've found So one of the reasons why we might people please is because of a fear of rejection. So avoiding conflict to try and maintain positive relationships with others and feeling and worrying that if you aren't doing everything that you can to make them happy in the relationship, that they will leave or think less of you or, you know, not want to be your friend anymore. And I personally notice this a lot. I almost feel this pressure and I don't know where this pressure comes from, but I feel this pressure to kind of always make sure that I'm being the person that I think that my parents or siblings or partner or friends want me to be and I think that that's just something that's so easy to do when you're exposed to so many uh, curated versions of what you your life could be like or what type of person you could be online Um, it's just so easy to compare yourself to those versions and obviously we need to remember that those are definitely curated and no one looks that perfect at doing their yoga session at 6am in the morning or you know even if they do they're just highlighting one moment of their lives and i feel like we can't keep putting this pressure to fit all these um, expectations of what we're supposed to be like and people pleasing can come in all the different stages of life right? So, for example, wanting to please your parents by picking, uh, for example, a career choice that you know they would see as better, I don't know, or or more respected, you know? Or, for example, having to do social activities with friends when you're in your 20s that you might not actually enjoy, but you kind of feel this pressure um, to do what is deemed as fun and sociable and because you don't want, if if you're saying no to doing those things, you don't want to come across as boring or, you know, that you're settling in life. So I, I do think this applies to many, many different aspects uh, of life in different stages as well. So actually, I would love to hear from you guys if you have any examples of different places or contexts where you're noticing that you're people-pleasing more. Um, just because I think it would be really interesting to see Uh, the similarities and I guess the age groups but anyways that's just me being interested. But yeah another reason why we can people please is because of just low self-esteem and truly believing that your own opinions and desires are not valuable so it's much easier in that situation to prioritize others over your own and this is just something that I think uh, for me I think this is the key of people pleasing it's truly not seeing yourself and your voice and and your opinions as anything worth sharing or talking about and obviously that's so heartbreaking to think about um and i'm actually for some reason i'm thinking of that um that tiktok trend where it's like oh she lives inside of me where people are showing like baby videos of themselves i think leo did this on our tiktok as well if you guys want to have a look but literally like imagine being able to look at your younger self or look at your friends you know when they were younger and and ever think they would think that they cannot speak their truth or share their opinions or that they're not worthy of having a voice i think that's heartbreaking like yeah we just we really need to protect our younger selves because i don't know it's just it's heartbreaking anyways moving on i'm getting emotional (laughs) um the next interesting one i found was that people please people people please that's weird to say Because they have a need for control. And I I feel like this kind of links to the fear of rejection one as well. It's almost like by making sure that you're doing things that you know the other person would enjoy that you you think you control the relationship more and make sure that you can kind of maintain the stability in that relationship and then the other uh, interesting one as well that I found of why we might people please is due to childhood experiences or cultural upbringing as well so kind of being praised for pleasing others or even being punished for expressing your own needs so I, I really think in those moments it's all about kind of unlearning what you've been told, uh, which is very, very hard to do, but it is uh, possible. It sounds like common sense to say this, but uh, constantly people-pleasing can actually make us, you know, forget who we truly are and the things that we really do enjoy doing and our values and our beliefs and what really does make us happy. And in those moments, we're no longer being our authentic self. And what this actually ends up doing is, although we're trying to, you know, maintain these relationships with these people and making sure that they see us in this positive light, what we end up doing is we we end up straining these relationships because we're neglecting our own needs so much and there ends up being a lot of resentment you're actually being frustrated with the other person um, because you're not enjoying yourself and although it's giving that temporary boost in your mood and your self-esteem it's it's destroying your self-worth and what is the point in that we need to really remind ourselves that the longest and the most stable and meaningful relationship that we will ever actually have is with ourselves and if we don't really see the value in that internally, how can we really expect other people to not only see it, but also respect it as well? And I think for me personally, it's really about thinking where these feelings stem from and how to break that pattern of thinking. Uh, I definitely think practicing more uh, self-affirmations and positive self-talk to remind me that I am worthy and my voice and opinions matter is really important and affirmations I think can be such a good tool for that internal validation when you're trying to shift the mindsets and beliefs so that you can build on this greater self-confidence and self-worth and a recent takeaway that I've actually had from one of my counseling sessions is the importance on working on that relationship with a little voice in your head and I don't know why I'm smiling saying this it sounds a bit funny to say but uh, and actually having internal conversations and recognizing like oh that's a negative thought or mm, there is no truth in that statement that you're saying. So why are you projecting it onto yourself? Um, and there's nothing wrong with, with like catching yourself out with that little voice in your head and being like, mm, there is no reason for you to be saying this right now. Also, a little random side note, but for any of you music lovers, I actually found a song recently that I really related to, and I think it kind of perfectly encapsulates what this episode is about and, you know, these feelings. It's called Taking Up Space by Ariza and Julia Gartha. Um, I'll link it as well in the description of this episode if you want to have a listen, but it basically addresses everything that I've spoken about so far about you know caring how people perceive you and apologizing for things that aren't your fault for speaking your mind and being a chameleon and changing who you are for other people and most importantly the song's all about learning to take up space it's honestly such a powerful and really pretty song as well um so do check it out maybe actually you can pause this episode for a minute go listen to it get in the mood uh and come back Okay, if you're back from listening to the song, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got what I meant that I feel like it really syncs well with this episode. Um, but yeah, to carry on with the theme of learning to take up space and being okay with it, I think there are things that we can do when we do recognize these behaviors in ourselves. The first thing is building that positive self-talk and self-compassion. So every time you kind of project anything negative into the world about yourself, try stopping yourself in that moment and instead being more compassionate and trying to rephrase it in a way where you're actually being more kind to yourself. Because most of the time, the negative things, I'd like to say all of the time, the negative things that we are saying about ourselves have no substance and no truth behind them. They're just toxic beliefs that we need to unlearn. Um, the second thing is setting those boundaries and actually saying no to things that you don't want to do. So tell yourself that saying no and listening to your needs is nothing worth feeling guilty over. Um, and start noticing patterns. So are there certain people that you are noticing yourself trying to please more than others and trying to break it down? Like, what is what are the reasons for that? And if the people around you are making you feel bad for doing so and for saying no or setting your boundaries and maybe do question their intentions and actually how much value they are bringing to you because it's not always the other way around it's not like oh am i bringing enough into this friendship it's it's both ways and the third thing is prioritizing yourself and your happiness so again just a reminder that being able to express yourself and saying what's important to you doesn't make you egotistical it doesn't make you selfish and your presence is important. And just knowing how much value to value you actually bring to other people around you is important. So really challenging those beliefs that you may have had surrounding what you need to do to be liked or accepted. Or like what way you needed to act to be liked and accepted. And then the last but most important thing that I, I personally want to work on is focusing on self-validation. Um, Again, not discrediting external validation when it can be healthy for self-validation, but really allowing yourself in those moments to be proud of the things that you do and allowing yourself to think highly of yourself. That's not a bad thing. You know, speak good about yourself, have that positive voice in your head that's, you know, helping you be your own best friend. Um, I just think it's really important to realize that doing all of this will actually allow us to be more authentic and actually have more meaningful relationships with other people, because we'll be able to be more honest and open, um, and have those healthier conversations where we're actually building relationships with people who, in that moment, will value us for who we really are. And obviously, I know this is a lot easier said than than done. Um, It's going to take a lot of work to, you know, unlearn all these thinking patterns and things that have been instilled um, at least in me since I was a young young girl, um, so yeah, I I it's gonna take a lot of patience and a lot of time, but I do think it's definitely something important to work on. But yeah, I know I promised a short episode and I did deliver. um, I yeah, i I feel like I have a lot more to say actually, but I think it would be good to have this conversation. Maybe Leo and I can do an episode um where we dive into this a bit more um because I feel like there's so many different a- avenues there's like the authenticity side of things there's the um inter- and like the self-worth side of things and then there's the um re- relationship building side of things so I feel like there's a lot of avenues we can go um with this conversation but I, I do hope that you enjoyed listening to this and that it made you think and reflect or even made you realize that uh, you're allowed to put yourself first um and as always you and I are, are here to talk If you do want to message us on Instagram, or if you want to email us, all of those details will be in the description of this episode. But yeah, I I enjoyed doing some research into this episode and talking about it. So I hope you all did too. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. And I will speak to you guys next week when I'll be back with my favorite person, Leo. But yeah, I'll speak to you all next week. Bye!